What up, what up? It's your man, Black Avelli, coming at you with another Black Man Over 50 podcast. What's up, fam? Coming at you on a Friday, August 28th, 2020. Well, man, we just finished the RNC. We had the Republican National Convention ending up this week. Last week, we did the Democratic National Convention, and your boy had a show, and he talked about it, and he told you he'd be back. Well, guess what? I'm back. Guess what? It was crazy. Crazy. Well, you know we under this coronavirus situation, so everything is brand new in the neighborhood of conventions. We're doing it on a virtual tip. And so with that being said, it's off the chain. And so <clears throat> your boy Black going to run you through the RNC, which was bananas. Uh, so you can compare that with the DNC from last week and you can make your own judgment and so like I said we're going to have a major major situation come November 3rd and so we want to look at this from both aspects and the Republicans went in I mean like I said I'm just going to roll through the facts and at the end of it I give you my opinion on how I think they did personally but we're just going to start off uh off the gate, you know, and so, you know, the message that the Republicans sought to convey during the first evening of the re-nominating convention, let's call it that, the re-nominating convention, was to paint Trump as this uplifting, this uplifting, glorious uh, president, and so, they said the Democrats convention was gloomy and it looked like it was staged and so they was going to come out with this new uplifting convention. The program was mostly pre-recorded speeches. You know, another aspect of the Democrats convention that Trump just totally, totally hated, but he had to roll with the punches. A parade of regulars from the Trump orbit warned of impending socialistic doom and violence run rampant. They were saying that the Democrats was out there burning the United States to the ground and that all the Democratic states was participating and allowing the people of their city to just go just bananas. And all they had to do was pick up the phone, dial 911, Trump save your city, and he was going to put the beat down on everybody. And so it was bananas, bro. It was, it was just, just, just a very intense, intense first day. Instead of testifying in any personal capacity to his father's character, your boy Donald J. Jr. compared Democratic nominee Joe Biden to the Loch Ness Monster. I wish you could have seen how your boy DTJ looked. That's what I call Donald Trump Jr., DTJ. It looked like he had just come from the club. If you think I'm lying, hit your YouTube. Go back, check out, <laughs> check out how your boy Donald Trump Jr. looked while he was giving his speech at the convention. A St. Louis couple came out who had just banished guns at the Black Lives Matter protesters. They warned that the Democrats wanted to abolish the suburbs and praised Trump for pushing against low-quality apartments in nice neighborhoods. What did that have to do with Trump running for president? I mean, this was just such, it just seemed like they were appealing to a certain demographic of people and not a broad coalition. 
you know, you know, it was just, it was just off the chain. Your boy, your girl Kimberly Gullaforty, she came out, declared Democrats were looking to enslave people to an ideology. I mean, it was just all types of madness rhetoric. And so that was day one. I mean, basically, you know, you had, you know, Tim Scott come out, same thing. You know, everybody came out off the chain, you know. Uh, and so day one, you know, you go back, you look at it. It was just full of setting the stage for a week of madness. Day two, off the chain. <laughs> complete replica of day one you know another lineup of speakers include first lady melania came out there secretary of state your boy mike pompeo was somewhere over in the middle east on some bit i mean dude dude hold on let me get into it let your boy get into it because you just can't make this up the second night of the republican convention featured a very lineup of speakers who focused on the economy foreign policy and social issues to push for their president Donald Trump's re-election. So that's number one. Second day, they tried to come with some issues. But this is how they broke it down. They started off with Melania Trump at the White House, which off out the gate is supposed to be a no-no. So right out the gate, they're coming out breaking rules. Melania come out the White House, which has not been used in modern conventions by either party in modern history. Bro, this is just starting off off the chain. Secretary of Mike Pompeo's speech was from Jerusalem. I mean, they, that's all under investigation by the Democrats. Who, you know, they questioning whether the top U.S. diplomat can lawfully participate in the convention. Period. So, like I said, day two starting all off the chain, right off the bat, right off the bat. You know, they talking about at day two. They was talking about Trump's big speech for Thursday night. But the president already has spoken on numerous occasions throughout the convention. He even appeared Tuesday night in two videos that was released ahead of the evening scheduled speakers. Your boy Trump can't sit on the sidelines. He was in it. He was in it. So here comes your girl Melania. She didn't read. <laughs> she didn't redone the White House Rose Garden on her way out the door. She's leaving like a month and a half if they lose. And she didn't went in and just redid the whole White House Rose Garden. So that's what she had her, her deal at. But she at least offered condolences for those who have died or who are struggling from the coronavirus pandemic. Because that was the first. That was the first. So she came out, she dropped, you know, she dropped some sympathy, you know, on everybody. Your boy Pompeo off the chain off the chain, comes out, took time from an official U.S. diplomatic trip where he's supposed to be representing the, the Democrats and the Republicans. He is our United States politician. But now, he chills out, jumps on the virtual Republican Natural Convention, gives a shout out, speaking in recorded comments from Israel. Your boy Pompeo going to outline several foreign policies. Once again, out of pocket, completely out of pocket. You know, they say all the previous people in his position, you know, whether it was Condoleezza Wright, you know, whether it was your boy, uh, you know, none of these people touched that political thing because they understood their position in the game. Not your boy Pompeo. He went straight, let it be known whose side he on, he died for Trump. It was what it was, and he did it in Jerusalem. It is what it is. Everybody went bananas. Kudlow, 
Now, Homeboy is a top White House economic advisor. Homeboy drops the speech. He acknowledges the pandemic continues to loom larger over the U.S., but expressed confidence that brighter days are ahead. Dude, these, man, like I said, your boy Black keeps it 100 coming at you with Black Man over 50. Like I said, I just want you to check this out for yourself. Do your research. Like I always tell you, I am not a politician. You feel me? I'm not a preacher, a pastor. You see what I'm saying? I'm just bringing the news to you. Now, again, by this time that your boy Black doing this, we over 180,000 people dead. Well over five, half a million going into 600,000 sick. You feel me? We've already had events where we see the consequences of not wearing the proper protective equipment, AKA these masks. Here we go again, another event, virtual, and they talking about the pandemic is taking care of itself. No, we are going, not in the brighter days, we are going into hell in a handbasket. Homeboy comes out and says, you know what, hardship and heartbreak is everywhere. But right now, our economic health is coming back. Who gives a damn about economic health when people are dying? But whatever, whatever. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Like I said, your boy Black just want to keep it 100. It is what it is. You think what you think and you do what you do. They had Marianne Mendoza, a.k.a. the Angel Mom, who had previously appeared alongside Trump, was set to deliver a speech at the RNC on Tuesday. But her video was cut from the lineup after she promoted anti-Semitic Q anon conspiracy theories on Twitter. Now you know what that Q anon is. That Q anon, that's that that's a whole nother show. But anyway, one of the people that was supposed to speak, <laughs> they caught her talking about this conspiracy stuff. They had to cut her from the show. You know, she was the mother of the police officer that was killed by an undocumented immigrant. Who was driving drunk so you remember when they went just bananas on that you know she had urged like about 40,000 twitter followers in a tweet do yourself a favor and read this thread her tweet her tweet appears to have been removed and so you know she was all on some whole other kind of zion and all some old other kind of crap so they had to pull her down and that was day two i mean it was off the chain it was just off the chain. You know, they had Nick Sanderman up there. Uh, I mean, it, it, it just was crazy, bro. So let's go on to day three. Day three, your boy Pence comes out. Pence warns of an unsafe America under Biden. Once again, everything is about Biden, the Democrats. We ain't talked about nothing about what's going on right now under the watch of this particular administration. It's almost as if the Democrats is in office and it's their fault for the situation that we're in. And so it, it was just bizarre to me how this thing was finna roll out right out the gate. Right out the gate. Like I said, President Trump's campaign was forced to deal with sudden focus on two major news stories. First, they had the mounting national unrest about this racial injustice after yet another shooting of a black man in Wisconsin. We're going to talk a little bit later about my man who got shot seven times in the back. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But they had that going on. 
Then they had Hurricane Laura going on, coming up through Louisiana, through Houston, back around through Arkansas. 135 mile an hour winds off the chain. Off the chain. So they got all this going on on top of the corona. Your boy Pence comes out with all this going on. Perfect opportunity to talk about something positive. How they gonna fix any of these disasters? How they gonna do anything right? Nah, nah, that ain't how they get out. Your boy Pence spoke to a live audience at Fort McHenry in Baltimore as the keynote speaker. The keynote speaker. While he touched on both developments, his law and order message quickly pivoted to an attack on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as the Democratic leaders who threatened basic freedom and the economic economy recovering from the corona pandemic. Once again, two seconds on the problems, two hours on some nonsense, on some straight up nonsense. This is way black. If you think I'm wrong, you got some personal opinions, hit your boy up. Like I said, hold my feet to the fire. I want to know. I want to hear from the Republicans out, me, out there. Tell me how you feel about this convention. Did it do what you thought it was supposed to do? The Republicans highlighted a law and order message as the nation grapples with racial unrest that speakers didn't acknowledge. Nobody's talking about the fact that it's going down right now. You feel me? We just pointing fingers, doing the same old woo-woo-woo. And it was just madness on day three. Like I said, the highlight was Pence, his wife coming out there. You know, they had Caleb McKinney come out there. That's the White House press secretary. You know, just a few speakers come out there, but it was the same thing. as, Like I say, Republicans feature speakers and messages aimed at regaining slipping support from suburban women. You know, it, it was it was just madness, bro. It was madness. And then the uh, the come de la con, day four, the finale, last night, Thursday night, DT, Donald Trump himself, in front of the White House, again, violation, hour plus speech goes in on everybody. <laughs> There's nobody Donald did not blast last night. But here's my thing. Your boy Donald is the president. He is the commander-in-chief. It is nobody's fault or it is nobody that can do anything outside of Donald. Donald has Congress. The House is willing to at least listen to what Donald got to say. And so at the end of the day, Donald and this particular party has got to come up with something. And they got like 68 days to do it. And so no matter how you feel about the Republicans or the Democrats, it is what it is. You saw the race, you saw both of the conventions, now you make your conclusion. Now, like I said, the issue that I had with everything that was going down is that it was like hell week. This was like hell week as the same week the Democrats and the Republicans are trying to debate on issues. And why do I say it's hell week? Straight out the gate. And they weren't even talking about this. Like I said, there was so much going on that you couldn't even get it all in. But right out the gate, black man shot 11 times. You'll hear this name coming up soon. Trayford Polari. Trayford Polari, 31-year-old black man, shot 11 times and tased by law enforcement in Louisiana State. 
This is out of control. Of course, he was killed. Done. Let's finish up on the black man getting shot. Like I said before, you know, brother in Louisiana, 11 times shot, said he was carrying a knife. You know, Lafayette LAPD shoots citizen. He is currently hospitalized. You know, I mean, just out of control. Six officers pointed guns at him. By the time he reached the door of the Shell gas station, where he was shot nearly a dozen times. A dozen times. When I heard the gunshots, I couldn't couldn't hold my phone. It's like it was the first, like I was filming the first film. This is what one of the ladies that uh, was filming this and put it out on Facebook said. I feel kind of scared about it. I'm traumatized. You're so used to hearing about this, but I never thought I would experience it. This went down <laughs> this, this last week. Ain't nobody talking about it. After that, after that, I know August 21st, you... August 24th, you have already heard about Jacob Blake. Bro, once again, we don't know all the particulars. We don't know all what went down, but it doesn't matter. Seven times in the back, in front of your kids, enough said. Really? Is that where we at right now? Is that what's going on right now? Unacceptable behavior, bro. Unacceptable behavior. And so, you know, it's just been a madness week while the Republican Party is up there talking nonsense. Like I said, this your boy Black. I try to keep it 100. I shoot straight down the pipe regardless of my political affiliation. You know, I just want to see some good debating, some common sense approaches to fixing this problem. And I'm not getting that. And if you can help me as a Republican, understand what I'm missing, feel free to holler at your boy. But it didn't end right there. It didn't end right there. Like I said, it didn't end right there. Hurricane Laura came blazing 150 mile an hour winds, the biggest hurricane to hit Louisiana in history, all up through Houston, knocking out millions of people with power in the summer when the average temperature is 105 degrees madness bro this is going on right now madness republicans or ain't nobody talking about nothing in regards to fixing this situation trump said he'll be out there saturday sunday take a peek see what's going on but bro this is not how you get reelected. well if you think that was it oh no no in the middle of the NBA playoffs, the NBA triggers a firestorm. They just decide, we ain't playing tonight. Nah, we ain't playing tonight. This is just out of control. People getting shot in the back. We're black. We ain't playing tonight. So it came down like this. Blake, a black man was shot seven times in the back by police on Sunday in Kenosha, Wisconsin, near Milwaukee. The NBA has postponed Thursday night, which was last night, playoff game after Wednesday's fixtures were called off following a player workout. 
NBA executive president Mike Bass said the league was hopeful to resume games either Friday or Saturday. Hopeful. But that wasn't it, fam. For the second straight night, three Major League Baseball games were also postponed. The NHL announced that four games scheduled for Thursday, Friday have been called off as well. Here come the ladies. The WNBA postponed Thursday night's game, having done the same the day earlier. NBA held meetings on Wednesday and Thursday in the bubble out there in Florida where they playing, trying to figure it out. So they have a conference call. Here come your boy DT. Donald Trump rolls out. The NBA has become like a political organization. What? And that's not a good sign. Oh my, he still don't get it. He still does not get it. So your boy Jerry Kushner tries to clean it up. And he says, well, he intends to invite Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James to the White House to discuss solutions, you know, for this racial injustice. He thinks that's a nice that they're standing up for the issue. But I like to see them start moving into concrete solutions that are productive. Are you kidding me? And so your boy LBJ is going to go out to the White House, sit down with Krishna, and I guess they're going to invite Kanye West and whoever else, and they're going to try to figure it out. This is unacceptable and off the chain, fam. And that was your week. That was your week with the DNC, I mean with the DNC and the RNC wrapping up. Your hell week. That's what went down. It was madness, bro. Madness. And so in conclusion, you know, I want I want to know your thoughts. Y'all hit your boy up. Tell me what y'all thinking. How crazy has this 2020 been? It's a roller coaster. It is only August. We just getting started, fam. So keep your boy posted. Let me know what you're thinking. Keep your eye to the ground. We got like 65 plus days or something before this election. It's going to be bananas. Coming up, we finna get crazy on the show. Y'all been hearing about me talking about black news. It's coming at you. You know, it's where we dig deep. We go down into the rabbit hole. We pull the stories out, dust the dust off the cover, and we bring it to you raw. Our first show is going to be on your boy Eon Musk. I don't know if y'all been paying attention, but your Eon Musk been going bananas behind the scenes. You know he just got back from Mars. You know Eon Musk is about to break out a whole new energy platform. Y'all ain't ready for it. Y'all thought he was just about the cars? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't know if you up on the med beds. I don't know if you up on all the things that your boy Eon Musk is doing. But I'm telling you, Eon Musk makes Bill Gates look like child's play. So, we're going to talk about it on the show. That's going to come out. Like I said, we're going to probably try to get that out tomorrow, Sunday, this weekend, starting off with the Black News. And then we'll be rolling a couple shows a week. And so, once again, fam, Black want to thank you guys for continuing to support Black Man Over 50. We love you guys. We try to keep it 100 at all talks, all walks. Keep us keep us just keep us fed as you've been doing but more importantly keep doing your research one love blackout <laughs>